Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to start by saying thank you for everyone who's been listening in and tuning into the podcast. It's been an incredible journey and there's run about a hundred of you now who have downloaded and listened to the podcast and it is such an incredible experience and also a little bit scary but it is the journey that I signed up for and that I'm incredibly incredibly thankful for all of you and thank you for supporting the podcast and this platform and also thank you for sharing it with the people who you know and love that would benefit from the kind of messages that I share on this platform and also the work that I do so thank you in today's episode, I want to deep dive into what I believe to be the fundamental piece of creating the life that you desire, going for your dreams, your ambitions, elevating your career, or anything that you set your mind to, to get in this lifetime. And this most fundamental piece is your belief system. I touched a little bit on it in the last episode about creating and having a belief system to back the dreams and the actions that you take in order to get to the life that you desire. And I really want to deep dive into how I do that on a day-to-day -day basis and also the practices that I have in place in order to keep leaning into that belief system and ensuring that that belief system is crack-proof, is future-proof, and it's also it will sustain the challenges and all of the things that life throws at you that will or might veer you off your track to getting to where you want to go. And this is something that I wholeheartedly believe is going to be the key piece in order for you to stay on your path and why I think it's so fundamental to have a belief system that you can lean into time and time again is because just because we've decided to go all in in our business or just because we decided that it is time for us to elevate our careers, it is time for us to believe in a bigger dream and decide to take that first step to go towards that, it doesn't stop all of the things that life was going to throw at us. There's nothing more frustrating than when you finally take that first step and you gain momentum and you start paving your way, making plans, taking actions to finally going for your business, your career, whatever that may be. And something happens that either interrupts that momentum, interrupts that flow or stops it even temporarily. It is so frustrating that sometimes it can make you question whether or not your desires are meant for you, whether or not you have what it takes whether or not it is a sign to tell you that you need to pivot or take a different direction. There is all of these things that starts creeping into your brain, into your mind and even to your subconscious that, to be honest, it's, a, it's just a distraction. And so the belief system is a fundamental key for us to be able to lean into time and time again to help us stay on course, to help us keep in our lane and keep moving forward and doing the thing that will take us eventually to where we want to go. There is a saying that goes, what you believe you can achieve. And Henry Ford also said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Which tells us that when we set our minds to something, our ability to achieve that certain thing is really predicated on whether we believe that we can or we cannot. And that really determines 
the actions that we take, the thoughts that we default to time and time again, and also the kind of opportunities that we are able to attract. Because a lot of the times when we don't believe in ourselves, we will fundamentally think that even when the greatest opportunity that will propel us to the stars is not meant for us because we just don't believe in it. And so how can we build a belief system that will back us into making the decisions, the right decisions for the business, for ourselves, for our families, to see the opportunities for what it really is here to do, which is to create the life of our dreams and the belief system that will help us show up consistently to our vision, to our desires, to our ambition, our careers. As a working mom, you know, there are so many times, so many instances where I am just so tired from doing all of the things, right? Like taking care of the kids, taking care of the family, doing the house chores and all of that sort of thing. And a lot of the times I do wonder if I'm stretching myself too thin. And when I go back to my beliefs, what I believe to be true for myself, I truly, truly believe that I am meant for a much bigger life than what I'm currently living. Not to say that I'm not grateful for everything that I have. I really am so grateful for everything. But I do fundamentally believe that I am here to make an impact and to give much, much more value than what I'm currently giving and to receive just as much in return. And I fundamentally really believe that. And so that really helps me put my energy in the right places and to put my mindset in the right places and to show up in the capacity that I am able to and in the best way possible when I do show up. And that's what a belief system does for you. It helps you create the foundational landscape where when you show up to a particular pillar in your life, we talked about this in the last episode as well, the different pillars that you show up to or that you have in life. And every time you show up to that landscape to serve the different pillars, your belief system is going to help you decide and help you make a choice as to what it is that feels good, what it is that is going to help you get to where you want to go. And when you do get to where you want to go and in the journey to getting to where you want to go, you will serve all of that pillars. No one get le gets left behind because oh, there is time. There are times when I do feel that if I prioritize getting myself to where I want to go, to be who I want to be, there is an element of feeling like I might, that I might leave behind or neglect the people that I love. Very often the thought does creep in that motherhood should be my number one priority. But just because I decided that my career has a place in my future, it didn't take away from me being a mother. It doesn't make me love my daughter any less. It doesn't make me less committed to my family. If anything, my desire to build the life of my dreams is to show them that there is such an infinite possibility out there 
for us to achieve and be at our utmost potential. And if from doing this, if this journey shows my daughter that she can do this too, that she can achieve whatever it is she sets her heart out to achieve, then it is all so worthwhile. And a lot of people say that the hardest part is to take the first step, is to start or to make a decision to start. In my opinion, which might be an unpopular opinion, the hardest part isn't to start. The hardest part is to stay the course. The hardest part is the middle. The hardest part is showing up consistently when time and time again, challenges come your way, even though you've decided to go all in. If you don't have the belief system that will help you in the middle parts where you have to show up consistently to your vision, to hold faith that everything is working out for you because it is, when evidence is mounting that this might be too hard, that this might really not be for me, this belief system will quash all of that. It will bring up that inner belief in you, that inner authority, your personal power, it will bring it up to carry you through the low parts, to bring you back up to your energetic baseline where you perform and where you make the decisions based on your inner intelligence instead of your emotions, circumstances. You make decisions based on the beliefs that you have. And that is the fundamental key to taking you through the middle bit before you hit the milestones. Because the milestones are important, yes, definitely. But you don't get to it without wading through the difficulties in the middle. You don't do that without, you don't get to the milestones without wading through the mud, getting your hands dirty, getting your mindset challenged. Because that's how you build yourself up to become the person that would eventually experience these milestones. It is a necessary part of the journey. And so if you're in the middle right now and you feel like you're wavering, you feel like you're questioning all of your decisions, you're questioning even your vision, then I want you to lean into your belief system. And if you don't feel like you have a strong one, we're going to dive into the practices that I do in order to solidify that belief system and how you can tune into it time and time again in order for you to move through that feeling. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the greater purpose. There is another truth. It's like in the metaverse, right? There are several truths that can exist at the same time. And while failing, it's a possibility. I'm not going to lie. It is a possibility. If you tune into the belief that you are going to fail, the only reason why you will fail is because you told yourself that you're going to fail and you believe it. The same is true of the opposite. If you believe that you're going to succeed and you believe that you're going to succeed, you will succeed. Actions are important, definitely, but your actions are predicated on your belief system as well. And so let's dive into what I do on a day-to-day -day basis to help me tap into the belief system, to help me solidify and to help me create a solid foundation to the belief system that I have in order to take me from when I started to now through in the middle 
to my next milestone. And I am very much there with you. I am in the middle as well. And I get challenged on a daily basis with things that happen in and around my life. But that doesn't get to define where I get to go. So let's start with crafting that belief system. It starts with visualizing what it is that you want to achieve. I want you to just imagine what it is that you want to achieve, whether it's a fulfilling career, a big and happy family, vacation out in the Caribbean, or even just at home, just chilling in your comfy sweats, bathing in all the wealth, all the abundance, and really feeling into the feeling of having already achieved it. You could imagine what you're wearing, what you look like, how you feel, who your circle of friends are, anything that is beyond your current reality, an elevation of what you want your dreams to be. That becomes a place that you visit time and time again. And in your mindfulness practice, when you practice your meditation, when you practice your EFT tapping, or when you journal, when you do your hypnosis, self-hypnosis, or simply when you just have a moment to breathe, I want you to visit that place, to revisit that vision, that visual, that feeling, that sight, smell. You might even feel the clothes that you're wearing to make it more real each time you visit, to feel like you're a lot closer to that vision every time you visit. When you do that, you familiarize yourself with how you feel, familiarize yourself with the landscape of where you want to go. You familiarize yourself with the mindset of the person that is living that reality. And you might not fully know what that reality looks like. That's not the, that's not the exercise. The exercise is to know how you want to feel. Because essentially, that's, that's all it is. The career that we want to achieve, the money that we want to make, the car that we want to buy, the house that we want to live in. Fundam fundamentally behind all of that material, tangible things is the feeling that we get when we finally have those things. The, ex the purpose of the exercise is to familiarize yourself with the feeling that is behind all of the manifestations that we want to bring to life. And once we do that, in our mindfulness practices and in the choices that we make every single day, we tend to gear it towards helping us get closer to feeling that feeling, to seeing those visuals, to hearing those, the words, to tasting the air, and those choices, the, the decisions that we make, the actions that we put in place will come in the form of reading the right kind of books, watching interviews, watching documentaries, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, because your brain doesn't know what's real and what's imagined. And so when you keep going to that place in your mind, it starts to tell your subconscious the existence of this feeling, the existence of this reality, even though it might not be in the 3D yet. And when you influence your subconscious that way, your default thoughts, your default actions, you start to question those things. You start to see certain things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis that doesn't serve 
you in the long term and you start making that shift. And how that influences your actions is that you start surrounding yourself with the right kind of people because you start feeling frustrated by not being expanded by your current circle of not just your close friends, but maybe your acquaintances, the people that you associate with a lot. You start questioning whether or not they bring to the table what you need them to help you to get to that next level. And you start looking out for people who will expand you. And you start reading books that will give you the knowledge, that will give you the insights. And your mindset starts to shift from this might be possible to I'm going to make this happen. That's what a belief system does. And I want to share with you the practices that I do on a day-to-day basis that helps me tap into that vision to help me shift my, my mindset when I start to feel like it's the ground is shifting from under me. And when I start to feel like I'm losing that connection to my vision, or I'm starting to lose faith, these practices will help me come back to center, come back to my energetic center, and then I can operate from that space of faith again. So one of the ones that I do the most is a guided meditation. Guided meditation is when I go and visit the place, that reality that I'm creating, and I tap into the feeling that I want to feel and I remind myself of the vision. I remind myself of why I want to create this reality. I remind myself that it is not just for me and in filling my cup and in me creating this reality, a lot of other people will benefit from it too. And I believe into that truth, that version of the truth, instead of everything else that can be true as well. I choose, consciously choose to believe in the version of truth that fully benefits me and knowing that that version of truth benefits all others as well. I also love to listen to affirmations. I listen to it when I get ready in the morning and when I'm driving into work, I sometimes listen to affirmations if I'm not listening to a podcast or an audiobook. I really love the power of subliminals. It is when you're listening to something in the background and it seeps into your subconscious. I believe that there's power of influence in that. So it's very important what you put in the background when you're doing work, when you're doing cleaning around the house and things like that. And one that I have been dabbling into is self-hypnosis. There's a few really great resources free on YouTube that you can tune into that that I listen to before I go to bed. Or even in place of my guided meditations, I listen to a self-hypnosis. And all of this becomes more effective with time. It becomes more effective as you do it more consistently. And that, again, is the middle part where you become consistent in your practices. And I mentioned before as well, journaling. Journaling is such an underrated mindfulness practice. It really is. And I don't do it often enough. And every time I do journal, and as I've been journaling for years now, I think now is when my journaling practice has really started to touch what I need it to do for me. And when I journal, it is writing as if the reality has already happened. I write as if I am the person who has already achieved all of it. I write from that mindset. I write from that energy. I write from that belief 
And the more you write that, the more you visit that belief, the more you lean into it, the more you build your faith, the more you raise your energetic level to meet the reality, the version of the reality that you want to create. And I just want to paint a little bit of a picture for you. I'm right there in the middle with you guys. I am a working mom. I have a two-year-old daughter and I'm building this business. It is hard sometimes. And when I get to that place where I feel like I have stretched myself really thin and I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith, I know that I have moved too far from my energetic center. And that's when these practices helps bring me back. And this is what it, this is what it can look like, right? I wake up in the morning feeling okay. You know, I don't feel particularly excited. I don't feel particularly dreading the day. And then we get breakfast on the table and maybe Sophie refuses to eat her breakfast and I start to feel frustrated because she's taking too long to have a breakfast or she's taking too long to get dressed right and we're now we're running late and then we get to we get to the activity that we're going to go to and then came we come home and it's nap time and she refuses to nap and this nap time is when I had set aside for myself to do my mindfulness practice to do maybe things around the house or even get productive in the business. And each minute that passes that Sophie isn't asleep yet, I start to feel more and more frustrated. I start to feel more and more. And I start thinking about the things that I haven't done. I start to think about the things, the number of things that are piling up that I won't get to do. And I start to think about how it's not going to be done And when it doesn't get done, then it piles up. When it piles up, it gets too much. And there's just not enough of me to go around. See how that feeling just snowballs from just one small trigger. And that can happen on a daily basis. So when that happens, because I've done this for a while now, I've practiced this for a while now, in that moment, I'm able to just stop that thought, that negative spiral, And just take a deep breath and remind myself that this isn't the only truth. And then I bring myself back to the version of truth that I believe in, that serves me, that serves the bigger picture. And that might just be in that moment that I feel a little sense of calm, but then we're still having the nap battle, right? We're still feeling a little bit frustrated. But what that does is it brings me from feeling really frustrated to just that level below it and just go a level below that again and eventually when Sophie does go to sleep which she does she still does and even if she doesn't I will be more in an energetic space now to be able to deal with it in a more productive way than I would if I was like very elevatedly frustrated if I did let myself get frustrated and fully frustrated I won't be in the mental capacity or mental space to be able to be productive and to do the things that I want to do. When I'm in that headspace, all I want to do is just sit on the couch and scroll on my phone because I'm just not in the right headspace to do anything anymore. This is why the practice is so important because after a long period of time practicing going back to that place, going back to that belief, I can do it so quickly now that in the moment as the trigger is happening or as I'm experiencing that frustration I'm able to just stop that spiral tap into 
that my belief system and bring me back as close to center as possible and to just deal with the situation the best that I can. And once that situation was resolved, once Sophie goes to sleep, I'll then do my mindfulness practice to release the rest of it and bring myself really back to center to operate from that space, to make decisions, to take action from that place. And that's why the mindfulness practices and the practices that comes with building that belief system that helps us get back to our belief system time and time again to help us to be able to go to that place a lot easier, to get to that place in the time that we really need it to, because that's what the belief system is, for us to be able to go to it when we need it the most. Our belief system isn't just there for us in the good times. It's especially there for us when we're experiencing the low times, the challenges, the wading through the mud and the middle bit, the boring bit where we have to take consistent actions or boring things that sometimes we're thinking like, is this even worth it? It is. Tap into your belief system. Build the foundations. Create one that backs your dreams. And you will see that it is that much easier to get to where you want to go. It's not the absence of the challenges. It's not the absence of the trials, the tests and the things that life throws at us. It is in spite of all of that. The strengthening of our beliefs, the strengthening of the vision that we want to create for our lives, the reality that we want to call in, that's the target. And to remind ourselves that that is the target and we will get there. And to consciously choose to believe that. To make the conscious decision time and time again to go back to that center, to go back to that truth, to lean into that truth and to operate from that space. All right, thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode has brought you value and that it has found you during a time that you need it. And remember to share it with somebody that you love who is going through the messy middle bit the difficult times, because we will get through it. Because we believe in the vision and we have a belief system that backs it. And so we take the action that matters. All right, everyone, I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care.